We've been thinking about marriage this morning and, uh, and we're going to be meeting a couple shortly uh, who've both experienced divorce uh, and subsequent remarriage and that's a common experience for many people. Uh, so can you please welcome Graham and Christine as they hop up to speak with us. Now we'll just get set up. Guys, welcome. Good morning, Jim. Hi. Uh, how are the nerves out of 10? Oh, it's, um, it's rising above 11 at the moment, but that's all <laughs> good. It's not too late to back out. Um, actually, is, uh, uh, it, is, behind us, it, yeah. it is too late to back out. I actually. think it yeah. is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, look, um, Graham, Christine, give us, uh, uh, before we get into the, uh, your story a bit more, uh, tell us a little bit about um, your current uh, family circumstances, work. Go for it. I have to take control here. No, I don't. <laughs> I'm not normally short for words, so I'll do the best that I can. I'm extremely nervous, but, um, and I can't believe we're actually up here saying our life story, but anyway. So, we've been married for a year and a half. Um, we have a blended family. Our oldest is 12, the youngest down to six, and there's five in there. Um, I have three children. Graham has two, but as far as we're concerned, we have five. So, They're all yeah. together, yeah. <laughs> if you had one more, it'd make a terrific television show, don't you think? The Brady yeah. Bunch. <laughs> There's one problem. Right. I really need Alice. Yeah, yeah fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, tell us about work. Uh, Graham, what do you do for a crust? Uh, I'm a vet. Yep. And uh, Chris works with me now at work and running, a, running the show. Yeah. And Christine, what's your professional background? Um, I was a paediatric nurse and um, probably sort of six months into sort of all coming together and things, I gave that away after 12 years and um, we work together now and run the business and our, we have uh, 11 staff working for us. So it's, um, yeah, it's lots of fun. Sounds busy. <laughs> busy, yeah. Yeah. but good. Okay. Yeah. Well, Graeme, let's begin with your side of the story. And we go back about three and a half years to 2010 uh, and your first marriage had broken down. That's right. Um, tell us, tell us something of the circumstance of that, uh, circumstances of that, and and what state of mind you were in. Yeah, I just sort of, um, I was one of those sort of nights sitting down. I've got something to tell you, and um, yeah, I, I don't want to be married to you anymore. And um, my ex-wife told me that she'd met somebody and that they were going to move in together, and so it was fairly dramatic in your face, sort of um, ending, and um, you know, sort of. Uh, so that, you know, quite sudden and, um, yeah, so uh, it, took, it was very hard for me at that time. Uh, family was everything and so I could just see things sort of panning out, all the things I'd taken for granted or knew, built, built your life around marriage and family was just, was over and so, and it was, uh, yeah, I was sort of lost basically, yeah. Yeah, uh, and tell us a bit more about you were lost. Tell us a bit more about... Um uh, just how you were feeling at that point? Yeah, I think um, I was on the second night and I was uh, by myself and, you know, I was sort of pretty much uh, planning how I was going to end my life that night. And um, uh, I'm still forever grateful and very humble to uh, God making himself aware to me and that I would be okay. And, and, um, and uh, yeah, that was a, a really dramatic moment. I was a bit of a slow learner. I needed to be shaken up really strongly to know that, uh, 
he really does want a relationship with me and he cares. Yeah. I guess it's a reality that uh, marriage breakdown is, is incredibly painful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and so uh, you, were at a trend, you were at a tremendously low point and then somehow you were moved to find God. But tell us what was your previous view of the world bef- up, up to that point? Pretty much similar to that other question. I thought I was a good person and that was sort of, um, you know, I was a, a family man and hard worker and that was, that was all that was needed. And uh, didn't, my family background had that same thing. There was no... Um, uh, 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 Christian sort of uh, influences there, so um, that's that was, I thought, the goal of life, but, um, you know, I was wrong, yeah. And so Jesus entered the picture. Tell us, uh, tell us how that started to come about. You, you're at yeah. this incredibly low point. What happened from there? Yeah, I was just compelled to find out more, so uh, the next day, as I went to Dimmicks, as you do if you're a uh, previously non-Christian, how do you find more? You buy a Bible, and so... That was quite a challenge because you go in the store and go, where are the Bibles? And they go, no, no, this is great. <laughs> New books out the front. No, no, I want a Bible. And they, they sort of took me down the back of the shop and got that. So I still have that one. And um, uh, two weekends later, I came to EV, um, just walked through the door and um, just immediately welcomed and started to hear, um, you know, move forward from there, just to start to put into words what was just a feeling at that stage or what I was, was feeling inside. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, well, Christine, uh, so this was towards the end of 2010, Graham, for you, yeah. um, and then uh, around this time, around this time, well, early 2011, I think it was, that you met Christine. So, uh, Christine, what was the situation for you with regard to your first marriage around this time? Sure. We, well, I'd been married for nine years and sort of the last three was quite difficult, but as a mum, the last thing I wanted was to break a family up and split up children so I worked as hard as I could to keep a marriage going knowing that it was pretty much one-sided I wanted more having come from a broken sort of family as a child it was the last thing that I wanted for our kids but um one day for some reason I was sort of told that um yes I have been he was having an affair but also that he was also in love with a man. So for me, it was a blessing because I was all of a sudden feeling free and um, I could start my life again. So, yeah, it's good. Yeah. And I must say, we very much appreciate your, uh, your honesty and your preparedness to talk to us about these things. These are personal things. It's, it's wonderful to be able to get an insight into, into your experience through this. Uh, um, the, uh, you mentioned... Uh, that in some ways you were feeling free, released, um, and then uh, how did... So tell us, how did, how did you and Graham meet? <laughs> um, I had a sick dog and he was my <laughs> vet. <laughs> yeah, it was the... Uh, it was the sick sausage dog. <laughs> this is really going the extra mile to get good veterinary care. <laughs> I know, so. I know. I was thinking, you know, Graham's the vet, you had the sick dog, yeah. Graham had a couple of kids, you're the paediatric nurse. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a great match. Well, perfect. Yeah. Pretty much the same now, except yeah. our sort of our patients have more fur and extra legs than <laughs> what I was used okay. to. Yeah. So. <laughs> right, yep. Yep, they still can't tell you anything about no, their own condition, that's right. Though. That's right, yep. Yeah. Uh, 
and then, so you started coming along to EV together, but what was your previous experience mm. of church? Um, I grew up with some Catholic background. Um, I went to Catholic schools as a child and once leaving high school, sort of walked away from everything. I understood that there was God, there was Jesus, that sort of thing. Never quite understood the reasons as to why I would have a belief. And I thought I was in control of my life and I could set my own destiny and I could do what I wanted to do because, you know, I was, I was free. So, yeah, I, I was pretty much now, I was very foolish, but that's what I thought at the time. And so you started, uh, you, you started coming along to EV here with Graham. Uh, how, did, how did you find EV compared to your uh, childhood experiences? I loved it from the moment I came in the doors of EV. First of all, it was because they had such a great children's program here. Um, our, our children loved it straight away, so that sort of really assisted things along. Um, I loved the vibe of the place. I loved the fact that there was a lot of energy. There were beautiful people that were willing to come and have a chat and um, the music was great and it was just really getting to the essence of what um, being a Christian was about and really understanding the word in the Bible and getting to know it, yeah. Well, so uh, as we've been saying, during this time you're having major shifts in your thinking about Jesus. Uh, so, Graham, coming back to you, uh, can you tell us what do you believe about Jesus now and what were some of the things that persuaded you about Jesus back in 2010-11? Yeah, um, you know, um, actually uh, my son helps me out with this because he's, um, the blessing is that he gets this really well and he's not had to wait till 42 to get it. And, and I, uh, there were the cards we were handing out this morning and he said, you know, Jesus, he, he died for us, he saved us, he, he's, he's everything, you know, he's just, um, he's got it and that's really what it is um, now. It just, it just more I learn, the more I, it, it becomes um, clear to me how much I'm grateful and, and how much to rejoice that is. But um, just understanding more about that just puts into a, in human terms for me to understand how great God is, but just as a, as a person to 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 want to sort of aspire to and and you know to measure myself against, and that's sort of really where it comes about. And um, there's a, pivot, a time in a life course if you go to it that is just awesome, where you put yourself on a um, I don't know if give away the, the the whole thing, but we put it. No, it's all right. No, we're able to you know measure yourself on a ladder, and you know like everybody else, you want to think, oh, I'm not such a bad person. It's the ladder but of goodness. It's the it? ladder of goodness, but, you know, to Jesus we're, and, and to God, we're sort of f far from there, and that makes you aware of, um, you know, where you have, what, what, the, what the road ahead is, you know, you have to, to, uh, to go for, yeah. So where do you actually end up on that ladder? Where did I end up? I was yeah. around um, Adolf Hitler and a few other really good guys, so, yeah, it was great, yeah. yeah. Now, how can you say that and, and feel positive about that? Because, I mean, that goes pretty countercultural to, to think, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down on one of the low rungs, but how can you say that with a, a, and feel positive about it? Yeah, I, I guess that um, I know that Jesus died for me and that I've got um, his righteousness, his, his goodness as my, for me to wear his cloak that I can wear. And, and, and so I've, I've got that hope and that faith and that belief to look forward to, yeah, so 
and that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, and so, Christine, uh, for you, Jesus had kind of moved from the periphery, from the edge of your life into the middle. Uh, how did that come about for you? How, and how's that changed the way I you think, think about life? I think reflecting back now, he was always there. I just wanted to keep him further than arm's length away. Um, and it had to come to a really low point in my life that I actually allowed him to... I allowed myself to listen, yeah. And so what's been... Yeah, tell us uh, the impact that that's had on the way you think about life now. First of all, that I'm not in control of what I thought I could do, that at the same time that's really comforting because decisions that I make are also a thought-out decision that I have reflected upon or have sort of made knowing as a Christian what I should and shouldn't do. So that sort of has helped, yeah. Yeah, as in to have God's, uh, as it were, God's perspective on, on a way to navigate through decisions and yeah. be guided yeah. by his sort yeah. of principles, yeah. priorities. And know yeah. that I am a sinner, that I do think the wrong thing, but um, through sort of Jesus sort of coming and then dying and um, dying for our sins that I will um, have eternal life if I actually put my faith and I, I live the way that I need to live. Yeah. yeah, I just, I always find this such a paradox that uh, people who understand what Jesus is about can look both in the face the fact that they're far from perfect but be, but have confidence about where they stand with God and from what you're saying it's Jesus that makes the difference there. Uh, well, um, tell us a bit about uh, life now. So, um, and, and so particularly people who've been divorced are often quite reluctant to get remarried, uh, but getting you'd met, getting married was very important to you. Can you, uh, wh why was it important to you to get married? Um, marriage is um, uh, so important because it um, just, um, I'd been to so many marriages before as a non-Christian, but as a Christian and also in my own marriage, knowing that what the vows really mean in terms of um, um, giving honour to God and, and that's, and it's just his, his wish for us that um, marriage is just uh, to understand that it's uh, like his relationship with the church, that it's sort of, it's a special thing and, and so uh, all those things come together that, that um, it's not something that we, that uh, it's just a, a day to get together, it's just such an important thing. Um, Looking at it once again, it's looking at it through his perspective of marriage, rather than just thinking about other flowers all right on the day and stuff like that. It just was more, more that they were actually, which was great. But but they were, <laughs> but um, that that that's um, that was the, the profound sort of uh, realization for us. Yeah, well for me. Christine, do you want to say anything about that? About why it was important to get married? I think for us, legally, it was a way of bringing our family together to sort of, to, to legalise our marriage. However, um, from our faith, it was a way that binded a relationship under God and um, that there's actually the three of us are sort of working at a marriage every day and that it allowed me to then know my role in the, in the family as a mother, as a wife, and really understand what we needed to do, and as Graham, as husband, and also as a father as well. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, now uh, you're a blended family. Uh, give us a bit of insight into some of the joys and stresses that that's that that brings. 
Graham, do you want to start? Yeah, I mean, it's a joy for me that um, I thought that I would have um, only two children in my life that were um, that close to me, but it's a, under uh, God's blessing I'm able to be close to three more children and, and um, they're profoundly more, they're smarter than I could ever imagine anyone to be and, and they run rings around me all the time. So I really thought I had a bit of an idea about parenting after two, but with three, they're just really, really smart. And so um, it's You're just getting a, lots of practice. Yeah, it's a joy. But um, also, um, I guess the sadness is that um, we do say goodbye uh, at times to kids and um, my two go away a week at a time. And that's very hard, but, um, but the joys that they come back and, um, and that, um, as I said before, my son and daughter know um, about Jesus. They know, they believe these things, they, they live it. And, um, and the joy is that they take it to their other homes as well, so they're able to share that. And, and I'm very grateful for that as well, yeah. I think one of the things that comes through from your story uh, is the way that God's in the, in the business of making... Uh, broken situation, taking broken situations and bringing healing and restoration to them. It's very true. Yeah. yeah. Um, Christine, for you, uh, what are what are some of the joys, some of the stresses of a, of your blended family? Well, I thought I was busy with three, but five's another level. <laughs> but in saying that, um, <laughs> we had to buy another fridge to fit all the lunch boxes in because we have so much food that goes out each day. Um, no, but honestly, it, it's a great joy and I always wanted a big family, so to be blessed with five children, we're pretty lucky. Yeah. Um, when we have an argument, we have five children in an argument. Um, they're often quite... Our dinner table's very loud and um, they're all wanting different things and often I feel like I'm the sort of... I have a pack of animals that are wanting to come after me when they're <laughs> wanting things, but at the same time... Um, they're an absolute joy. They're, they bring so many different things to our family. They all have completely different personalities, different strengths, and it's just, yeah, it's lovely. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, we've got time for a few questions. Uh, so if uh, you'd like to ask a question of Graeme Christine, they've uh, uh, put themselves up for that. Graeme has requested that if you can hold off your question about your dog with a rash to perhaps <laughs> another occasion, that would be appreciated. Uh, uh, but while we're just uh, waiting there, um, guys, perhaps tell us how has being a Christian impacted the way uh, you now think about and come to terms with uh, uh, your, the breakdown of your first marriages? Yeah, I, I guess, um, yeah, we do have to reflect back and although it's sort of painful, but I was sort of, um, see before that was the marriage was all about individuals and competition and, and um, you know, it's my career or my this or what can I do rather than it being sort of um, focused on one thing and um, uh, under God and, and we then, it, it automatically means that we've, um, things don't always go right and we have um, stress and, and I'm a bloke so you know that I'm not going to tell you I'm perfect in a marriage, I'm going to be making mistakes but we know that we're centred in one way and that helps to sort of align us and also, um, you know, bind us together as well. And rather than trying to go in different directions, we're heading in the same direction. That's, that's an awesome thing, yeah. Uh, Christine, for you, is, how's, uh, how's your Christian faith helped you come to terms with what's happened in your first marriage? I'm actually really grateful 
for a failed first marriage. I'm grateful for what I've gone through. Um, I would never be sitting here now if I hadn't gone through that. Um, I'm grateful for now being able to stand here and say that I'm a Christian and live a life that, you know, follows this way. And for that, I'm, yeah, really happy that it's happened. And after this morning's talk, I now know what to do so it doesn't happen again. (laughs) (laughs) Does anyone have a question that they'd like to ask? Oh, great. Sorry, Mr. Ham. Yep. Um, I just wanted to say thank you for um, coming on stage today to speak to us. As a single person in, in a church, it can be quite um, isolating sometimes. And you, um, But I can I just make a su- suggestion for anyone out there that's in that situation, rather than meeting someone and then coming to church together, although that's worked for you, um, to immerse yourself in Jesus because that is your true love. And once you immerse yourself in Jesus, you, 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 like this church has been such a blessing to me. Um, there's a great social group that we've put together called EV Embrace for people that come to church on their own for whatever reason. Um, just to immerse yourself in Jesus, immerse yourself with other people, involve yourself in a place like this that's brilliant uh, at bringing people together. As Craig Dobby said before, it's about... Um, you know, don't neglect meeting together because it really is valuable and it actually stops that need that you have to find someone. And, you know, I have my lonely days, certainly, but I actually have started writing a husband journal, (laughs) which actually distracts me from that need and, you know, reading the Bible for me is just an absolute necessity every day to keep myself focused on that desire to please God rather than, you know try and find myself someone. No, thanks for that comment. I, I think that's uh, one of the great benefits, as you're saying, of being part of um, a community. Yeah. Yep. Does anybody else have a question they'd like to... Oh, up the back corner. Thank you. Hi. I just wanted to ask how it was um, meeting, like, Graham's kids and Graham meeting Chris's kids and everything like that and how you um, encourage them to get along well together. And if I can ask another question too, like, if they've got a problem, well, like, um, did it take a while, Graham, for your kids to actually come to Chris and ask her or how have you worked through those sort of things together with the kids? Um, I, I think with Chris, it was, we were very lucky that she... Um, um, they, they immediately um, were respectful of her and, and so forth. I think that um, just, I guess, we were in many ways had a, a dream run, so I probably wouldn't set ourselves up or myself up as saying that everything, um, you know, it's just a, a one, one story for us or our, our, our experiences. But, yeah, I think that, that um, there, there's some family rules and things like that and... and we were quite at pain, quite knowledgeable not to. Um, when they're together, they know that five together they're they're one of five. They're not two or three. So that's really been helpful that they they have to integrate. If they that's that's our family situation. That's the reality of it. So they're treated equally in that time. And and yeah, I, I sort of looking back to early days, it it can be difficult. But if we we sort of um, I guess. It, uh, Chris having knowledge of being from a, a family, a broken family before, um, really helped in what could be a, a negative, but it was a very positive to know what not to do 
how to how to do things uh, um, with much more care, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I remember at the beginning, sort of sitting Graham's two children down and saying, "Look, I'm not mum. I d I'm never going to be your mum. You have a beautiful mum." But at the same time, I love you like I am a mum to you. So therefore, you'll get into trouble when you're doing something wrong. But at the same time, you'll have my love as well. And from we've never really had that big problem. But they are a lot younger um, than, say, having all teenagers. So I think we've been a bit blessed like that. Yeah. Well, we'll we're going to need to stop it there. But Graham and Christine, thanks so much for your honesty and uh, giving us insight into what's happened for you over recent years. And it's, it's just wonderful to see the way uh, God is blessing you through, through difficult circumstances. So can you thank Graham and Christine for talking to us this morning? <laughs>